Thanks for joining the Porch and Pulpit Podcast. Sit back and enjoy as we pull up a chair and journey from the porch to the pulpit. I am a mess. Literally right now. Like I'm I'm covered in just a mess. I was cleaning out my smoker earlier today, uh, getting ready to smoke some meats for an upcoming getaway uh, that Stacey and her family and I are, are taking a, a long overdue time to rest. And even as I say the word rest, um, like that, it, it brings a weird emotion to me. Um, I, at 33 years old, I have realized, uh, that I struggle at resting. Um, I'm just not good at it. Um, even though it's been a massive pursuit of mine to understand the meaning and understanding of rest. It's something that Jesus promises us, uh, that we can come and rest in him. It's something that God promised. Heck, he even, he even put it in his, like the 10 commandments, the 10 important things. One of the 10 was to rest and to stop and to cease in him. Uh, it's been something that I've been trying to understand for quite a long time. Uh, wrote part of my dissertation on the understanding of rest and the need for rest. But I struggle at resting, like real bad. Uh, in my pursuit to create, to preach, uh, to write, to be creative, I find myself often chasing my own tail. I don't know if that resounds with, with you at all. Um, I want to be creative. I don't want to simply just rip off, pull off something that somebody else has done or created or spoken or said. I long to create. Um, not that there's any new words to make, even though it does feel like in our culture we're, we're, we're creating and making new frivolous words and then things, but um, I, I, want, I want to write something that hasn't been written. I want to preach about Jesus in a way that uh, may have been forgotten or may haven't been explored to its depths. I want to, I want to create something that's so profound that it just, it moves in people. And it, and I don't know about you, but I find myself chasing my own tail. I find myself consumed with ideas and thoughts, but I struggle to actually make it happen. And really this blog and podcast is a perfect example of that. Um, I, I went with the, the great and, you know, the, the late and great Steve Jobs makes this statement, this mantra, if you've ever heard him say this when he, about making the iPhone and, and uh, different products, he just said there comes a point where you just have to ship it. You've got to ship it, ship the project, product. Um, you can edit and release patches as you go. And that is where I've kind of found myself. Um, practicing this model of creativity that there comes a point when you just have to ship it. Uh, there's not a perfect mold uh, to jump out of the gate and be a great podcaster, to be a great author, to be a great preacher. Um, there are things that you do in it, but um, to be prepared and be ready for it. But as I'm finding that there comes a point where you just have to throw it out there, you have to create, you have to be ready enough to pull the trigger and to go. And so I've taken that step with this porch and pulpit, uh, the podcast, the blog, and I don't want it to just fall by the wayside. I've shipped it and this idea needs some refining. It needs attention. It needs a clear focus. Uh, but that doesn't just happen with, uh, without a good fresh look, a good fresh moment to pause and look at it. And so it's important to be able to step away sometimes and to look and, um, and, and, and to take, take a breath, to rest 
in our creation, in our creativity, uh, so that we can make better. So Stacey and I are heading out uh, to rest for a little bit, to do some fishing and some reading and some writing. I'm, I'm hoping to breathe a little bit. Um, that my, I'm a little, I'm a little short-winded, um, as it were, as a as a church planting pastor, uh, teaching and preaching every Sunday, and um, discipling and bringing people along, and creating and um, meeting with men and women in the city, and trying to make much of Jesus as we can, and now porch and pulpit and other little projects, and I don't rest well. And I believe that I need to do so so that the church, well, first and foremost, like that I'm doing well, that I'm able to take care of myself and to take care of my family and uh, to love my wife and to love Stacy well and her family. And uh, we believe that God's calling us into some new, uh, very important things as a family as we move forward. Um, but also as a church to be able to love and provide and, and connect and point people uh, within our, our church and then our community. And so I need to be rested for that. Um, and so, but, but I do believe also that this, this project, um, the porch and pulpit um, is something very important to me. Uh, it is definitely something that God has placed heavy on my heart. And, and I believe is, is giving voice and energy and creativity to something that God has put in my soul. To, to be creative and to create and to give a space for myself to, to see what God is calling me to as a pastor, as a shepherd, uh, but also to, to men and women who also love their churches and love their community and, and that they believe that God is calling them into uh, this creative outlet uh, to be prophets and poets and preachers and within their community. And so I, I want to I give that the best energy that I have. And so this podcast uh, t today is the last pilot season. Uh, we're, we're six episodes in and I feel like that's a good little pilot uh, to kind of get a little a little taster. We'll be back in a month or two uh, with some more refined conversations with some amazing folks and, and we'll find myself wrestling through this thing called life as a pastor, as a wannabe poet and prophet, as a husband and as a child of God. But I, I wanted to just kind of give a little wrap up for us that we'll be addressing and kind of tackling um, as, as we come back and maybe for you to even think through this for yourself. I believe all of us are called to be creators uh, because we are made in the image of the creator. You've, if you've been in church at any point of time, you've probably heard that phrase before, that statement. It comes from Genesis that God, the creator of all things, created us and he made us in his image. And being in his image, the Imago Dei, bearing God's image, in part means we are creators. We create things. I love C.S. Lewis talks about the importance of creativity. He says the gospel, the good news of Jesus, actually frees us to create for the pure joy of creating. That you and I can actually create not so that something can be consumed or bring us wealth or fortune or fame, but something to just be Created. He goes on and says, The gospel frees us to create for the pure joy of creating, not seeking fortune or fame, but the fame of the one who has called us to create. God has called me to create. God has called you to create. 
And that creation begins, I believe, that when we begin to wrestle with a few scriptures that are very powerful and important for us to wrestle with. One, Colossians 3.16, that we would let the word of Christ dwell richly in us. That creation, in my opinion, begins when the word of life, the word that breathes life, breathes creativity, that word spoken from God himself rests dwells, lives richly within us. I believe that when we do that, we will abundantly see how we can use our creation to reveal the character of our creator. Whether it be through painting, through music, uh, through woodworking, through different skills, through preaching, through poetry. That when we let the word of God dwell richly within us, it's one of the things I tell our worship team as we're always trying to create an expression of worship that is unique for our people, our city, our downtown, um, not just to replicate what's already been done. And the big thing I continue to tell us is to let's return to the Word of God. Let's dwell richly. Let's live with the Word itself and let the Word dictate. Let the Word shape how we pray. Let the Word shape how we preach. Let the Word shape how we praise God. So I believe that creativity starts by us allowing it to richly dwell in us, the word of God. Secondly, 2 Peter 1, 3, it says that his divine power, God's divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. This verse met with Ephesians 2, I believe just totally wrecks me and has kind of brought me to this place where um, I'm taking a small step back to intentionally think and ask myself questions, ask God questions, ask men and women who are close to me, who, who help shape my ideas and thoughts, ask questions. Ephesians 2, 9 through 10 says, for you are saved by grace through faith. We love that. We know that. And this is not from yourselves. Awesome. There's nothing I can do to be saved other than through Jesus. It's a, it's a gift from God. And then verse 9, not from works so that no one can boast, but verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. You and I are created for a purpose. We've heard this before. And I've heard this before. It, it, something about reading this word this week really challenged me. Um, it, it, it really wrecked some ideas that I had and made me ask this question. Um, what am I created for? Like, what is my purpose? Um, I believe part of my purpose and calling is first and foremost to be a son of God. Like that... That is the basis, that is the foundation of all things that God, uh, through his riches and his love, sent Jesus, uh, the Son of God, to live and die for me and be resurrected. And for me to become an heir, to become a, a co-laborer, a partner with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit through all of those things. And that, that's the basis and foundation of all things. But as Ephesians 2.10 says, that because of that foundation, because of the salvation, because of faith and, and grace work, itself out in me, created in Christ, that I've been, I've been made for good works. There is a good work for me. I believe part of that good work is being a husband. 
part of that good work um, at some point uh, in the near future, not anytime near, near. I need to kind of preface this for what I'm about to say. I believe that God's calling me to be a father. Um, so that there's a good work in being a father, being a parent. Stacy's not pregnant, so I just want to throw that out. Not, not yet. <laughs> uh, parents would freak out hearing that via, via a podcast. Um, but I believe that's something that God has a work for Stacy and I, um, but not only just as a husband, as a father, as a son of God, but, but as a pastor, as a shepherd, there's that work set before me. But, but I also believe that there is an additional work, an additional call that God has prepared for me. That I need to think through, I need to pray through, I need to wrestle through some of these ideas and, and, and to, to really narrow my focus in on that. I believe some of that is through porch and pulpit. Um, I believe some of that is through some thoughts and ideas and writings and, and whatnot running through my head that I've allowed the word of God to rest and, and dwell richly within me um, for, for almost 20 years at this point. Um, that, that it's in that resting that I believe something is birthed out of me uh, that needs to be created, that needs to be given life. And um, this is a call that God has really begun to, to stir within me. I know that God has placed something in me that I have struggled to nurture and foster into something that can actually be taken in by others. So with all of that said, I feel that God is asking me to take some of the time through September and a part of October to focus on really establishing what is this porch and pulpit? What is the purpose of this? And, and really narrowing my focus pastorally as, as I lead our church and, and raise up new leaders. Um, and as we're walking into our third birthday as a church this October, like there's a lot of amazing things that God has, is doing and stirring. And I, I want to make sure that I'm giving that the right attention and the right amount of rest. Um, there's some things I need to cease in doing and establish some, some new, better, stronger habits. And so I wanted to, to really just say all of that to share and, and to say thank you uh, for, for joining us for this pilot, um, this pilot series, if you will, of Porch and Pulpit podcast. We will be back um, probably mid-October. Um, we'll, we'll be back with some some great uh, new people to, to chat with and, and interview and, and to talk through some different ideas about pastoring and um, music and worship and just what does it mean to live the good life that Jesus has before us? Um, and how do we do that within the community that God has, has called us uh, to be a part of? And so we'd love to hear from you and hear some topics that you may, you'd like to hear about. You would like to maybe even be on the podcast and, and to talk through. You can email me at Brit at porch and pulpit.com. That's B R I T at porchandpulpit.com. Would love to hear from you. And um, yeah, just kind of hear how some of this conversation has, has been helpful for you. And I do want to give one last little plug uh, for my, my good friend, Alan Briggs. Um, he is a phenomenal coach, phenomenal author and writer. I'm actually going to be doing some work with him over the next few months uh, with some, some cohort writing and, and, um, leadership training through that. If you have any interest in wanting to excel in both writing or leadership or creativity, um, Alan Briggs is actually doing a cohort. He's doing multiple cohorts this fall. 
cohort is simply a, a group of about four to eight individuals who are coming together uh, to specifically grow and be stretched and learn kind of a transfer of information through discipleship to a degree of of on particular topics. And um, so if, if through, whether it be leadership or writing or creativity or finding, you know, having somebody to ask good questions and have questions asked of you, Alan is the guy I've, I've known Alan for almost I'm trying to do the math in my head. Now church has been here for four, so almost seven years. I've known Alan, a uh, great friend of Stacy and I's. Uh, he's been an incredible encouragement and an amazing question asker. Um, and so I wanted to give him a little plug. He's going to be on with us at later dates uh, through Porch and Pulpit. But if you're interested and want to know more information, you can go to stayforth.com. That's S-T-A-Y-F-O-R-T-H dot com. That's Alan's uh, little little business there, Stay Forth Designs. Um, and you can read a lot of information. They have stuff about his new books, coaching, consulting, uh, the writing cohort that he's currently currently going to be leading. Um, a lot of great, great things um, in the future with him. And yeah, I want to encourage you to go ahead and, and check that out. You can also email him at alan, A-L-A-N, at stayforth.com. Again, I want to thank you for joining us. For porch and pulpit, it's been a been a lot of fun, just kind of firing up the the microphone and just sitting and talking and being able to engage with several of you that have been listening. And I want to encourage you if if anything that was talked about in any of these pilot sessions have has jumped out to you to uh, to give it a share, give it a like. Um, take some stuff and, and send it out to some people who may need to hear it. Uh, we'll definitely be talking a lot more about creativity and creation as we move forward. I know that's a very important thing up on my heart, trying to help our church and our individuals tap into that, that purpose, that work that I believe that God has called and placed upon each and every one of them um, and how the church needs it. Like the church needs creatives. The, the world needs creatives. And for us to re, reclaim and establish that place in our lives. Hope you've enjoyed this pilot with the last six episodes. We're going to be taking a short break uh, to prepare for season one, episode one, starting in mid-October. We're going to have some amazing interviews and conversations moving ahead of uh, really discovering and figuring out what it means to live this good life that God has called for us, created us for. Uh, so I want to thank you for joining us again. Encourage you to continue to grab your chair, pull up a seat, and join us as we step into the porch and pulpits of our lives. Blessings.